Hey everyone, welcome back to the Tribe of Nerds. Gabe and I are, are uh, kind of filling in. We were originally going to do our Book of Boba Fett podcast tonight, but Josh couldn't. So we're doing five and, episodes 5 and 6 next week with Josh. And instead we're going to be ranking the MCU post credit scenes. There's like 50 of them. And uh, these rankings are going to be a little bit different from what we normally do. So basically we are going to have the... We're each going to take turns picking a post credit scene. We'll discuss, like, why that person put it there, and if we disagree, we can veto. Each of us has five vetoes, so once you use up all your vetoes, you can no longer use any more. So, um, like, we'll kind of figure, we'll kind of see how that goes um, as we go. Um, but it's a new format for this podcast, but one that I used back before the Tribe of Nerds officially started, so, um, so what, what do you think in general, Gabe, of these post credit scenes? Well, a lot of them are nice, a mm-hmm. lot of them are just funny, and a lot of them are just downright useless. <laughs> so. Yeah, so, there's 32 MCU projects right now, movies and the Disney Plus shows, um, so going through the so I will say the ones we are taking out of the picture that we won't be ranking are like the ones that are clips from like the next MCU movie basically or show uh or ones that are just like trailers so like the Avengers trailer that's in the first Captain America that is not going to count or the Doctor Strange 2 trailer from No Way Home like those are just not going to be included in this cuz I mean like they're just trailers but like I mean, obviously at the time, getting ready for the Avengers, I'm sure that was super hype, and obviously we were super hype watching No Way Home and getting to that Doctor Strange 2 trailer, so, like, it'd be very, very difficult to rank trailers like that, um, and then, like, just clips, like, for example, the Doctor Strange and Thor from the end of Doctor Strange is a clip from Ragnarok, so we won't be including that in the ranking either. Or, um, there's a couple other ones, or, like, Civil War, I think Ant-Man had a scene from Civil War where Steve and Sam have Bucky, and they are, you know, Sam is like, I know a guy, and so, yeah. And I think we'll also be avoiding, uh, the post-credits where they're like, so-and-so will return next year, or, yeah. you know, so-and-so will return in this movie, the sequel. So, right, right, like, um... I think there's, like, titles, like, there's, uh, Black Panther will return in Avengers Infinity War or something like that. Like, that, yeah, that, those types of things, we'll be avoiding those little title things. Um, also the, I believe there's a, an endgame, there's technically not a post-credit scene, but we won't be, like, counting the credits, although the credits are nice, and the, like, the tribute to everybody that was in the MCU, and then there's, like, a Iron Man tribute with, like, the hammer sound from the first Iron Man, we won't be counting that either. Right, so basically so long as they actually contribute to something. I think there are a couple of scenes or post-credits that have, like, something of substance, but at the end they say so-and-so will return, but, like, I think, like, I can think of, like, Loki, like, one of the Loki uh, post-credits and, like, a few others, like, pretty much just say, yeah, he's gonna, they're gonna be back in a couple of years, so. Right, or the, the Loki season two tease at the end of Loki that we won't count that either, because that was just, like, saying, oh, there's going to be a season two, which, I mean, pretty much everybody right. knew because that leaked <laughs> before Loki even ended, so. Right. 
Um, all right, well, I'll go through what we will be covering beforehand so, like, everybody listening knows, and so we both know what we're doing, what we're ranking. So, from Iron Man, we have the Nick Fury scene uh, at the end, teasing the Avengers, uh, or setting up the Avengers. The Incredible Hulk, we have Tony Stark annoying Thunderbolt Ross and the bar. Uh, Iron Man 2, technically, I guess maybe this is teasing, but I'll decide to include it. It's teasing Thor, um... Uh, Thor is Loki and Dr. Selvig in the Tesseract. Um, nothing else besides the Avengers trailer and Captain America. So then the Avengers has Thanos for the first time and, uh, the shawarma scene where they're eating shawarma in the diner. Um, uh, Iron Man 3 is Tony Stark, uh, talking to Bruce Banner about his problems. Uh, Thor the Dark World is, uh, uh, Lady Sif and one of the Warriors 3, they're taking the Reality Stone of the Collector from Guardians, uh, and then Thor and, and Jane Foster kissing, um, and then there's Captain America the Winter Soldier has showing, uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver for the first time, and Bucky in the museum remembering who he is, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 has Baby Groot dancing to the Jackson 5, uh, and uh, Howard the Duck uh, in the Collector's Museum. Age of Ultron has Thanos saying, fine, I'll do it myself, and grabbing the Infinity Gauntlet. Ant-Man has Wasp saying it's about damn time uh, when she gets her Wasp suit. Um, Then, (laughs) still going, Civil War has uh, when Bucky goes under Freeze in Wakanda and T'Challa... like, it shows Wakanda off with the Path- Panther statue setting up Black Panther, and then the spider signal setting up that we're seeing going to see more Spider-Man. Um, then Doctor Strange has uh, Mordo stealing the, the um, I think the guy's name was Painborn, stealing his powers so that he was using to walk um, and saying too many sorcerers. Then we have Guardians 2 with five post-credit scenes. And you have Kraglin using Yondu's arrow and accidentally stabbing Drax. You have uh, Space Stallone, uh, Sylvester Stallone, and his crew saying they're going to steal some shit. Um, uh, you have Adam Warlock being teased. Uh, you have uh, you have Teen Groot um, mouthing off to Star-Lord. And then you have Stanley and the Watchers. Uh, and then Homecoming has Scorpion talking to Vulture. And which still hasn't been followed up on. Um, and then the Captain America PSA where he talks about patience. Um, then Thor Ragnarok is Thanos's ship coming up and attacking Thor's ship for Infinity War. And Jeff Goldblum is the Grandmaster saying it's a tie. Um, uh, Black Panther has the United Nations speech. Um, and then Bucky waking up in Wakanda. Infinity War has Fury fading to dust, almost saying Mother Effer, and calling Captain Marvel. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp has uh, the Pym family turning to dust and Scott being stuck in the Quantum Realm, and the Ant drumming after everybody else has been snapped. Um, Captain Marvel has Carol showing up uh, for Endgame, and and, uh, Goose the Cat puking up the Tesseract. And then uh, Far From Home has Jameson outing Peter Parker for No Way Home and the scroll twist uh, that Nick Fury and Maria Hill were actually scrolls, and Fury is in space, the real Fury. 
Then finally, phase four, Black Widow is Elena with uh, Val, Julie Louis-Dreyfus' character, setting up Hawkeye. Uh, Shang-Chi has uh, Shang-Chi talking with Bruce and Carol and Juan, and then him and Katie taking Juan to St. Hotel California at karaoke. Um, and then uh, Shang-Chi's sister, Jailin, uh, uh leading the Ten Reigns. Um, then we have, uh, so that's one of your things where it says, uh, like, the Ten Reigns will return in that scene, but that goes with it. Uh, Eternals has Harry Styles as Arrow's brother of Thanos and Patton Oswalt as Pip the Troll showing up. And then uh, uh, Kit Harrington as Dane Whitman grabbing, about to grab the Ebony Blade. And then you have Mahershala Ali as Blade. Uh, his voice comes, uh, says, you wouldn't want to do that, Mr. Whitman. Um, and then No Way Home has Drunk Venom. Classic. <laughs> yep. And then the shows, <laughs> we're almost done going through, uh, has uh, Ralph Boner, or Evan Peters, with Monica Rambo. <laughs> We'll talk about that. Uh, Tyler Hayward waking up white vision. Uh, Monica being told to go to space to probably see Fury uh, by a scroll. Uh, and Wanda reading the dark hold, trying to get her kids back. Um, Falcon Winter Soldier has John Walker making his own custom shield. And Sharon Carter calling a client or something. Um uh, Loki has uh, the Loki variants showing up in the void. Um, what if has uh, Captain Carter, Peggy Carter variant finding Steve in that uh, in the multiverse uh, in the Hydra Stomper? And then Hawkeye has Rogers the musical. So, all right, <laughs> that's everything. We got, we got a lot to get through tonight. So, um. But it won't go on forever because we set the what we wanted to do. Okay. So my last place, I don't know if you're going to disagree with this. I would assume you won't. Oh, we're going bottom up. Okay. Yeah, we're do going bottom up. I'm not going to... I think I think it makes sense for people to hear what the worst are and then yeah. lead up. Fair so enough. my worst uh, post-credit scene is from Thor the Dark World, and yep. it's Jane and Thor kissing and the frost beast hopping around. Like, it's pretty Literally useless. Literally what I had to. <laughs> You'll, you'll hear no complaints from me. Right. I wrote down four, number 49, because I'm missing one or two, but number 49, four Dark World, parentheses, Thorn and J-Hug? That's <laughs> it? And, like, eight question marks. Yeah, um, I mean, so the other, th I'm going to put, I guess, 49, because that's what you have, so I'll just trust your judgment. Um, so, uh, also, apparently, when Thor is kissing Jane in that scene, that's actually not even Natalie Portman, because she couldn't make it for that post-credit oh, scene. It's actually Chris Hemsworth's wife. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I, it's, it's just, it's a pretty useless scene. I mean, obviously, we know Jane is coming back for Love and Thunder, but, I mean, we didn't know that for a long time, so... Yeah, nobody's watching this going, oh, thank goodness they're reunited. <laughs> All right. Uh, so no vetoes there. So that is at number 49. Uh, so uh, your turn for uh, number 48. At number 48, which is a really good number, I have What If Episode 9, where Peggy, Captain, Captain Peggy goes back 
and she sees that uh, the stomper is still intact, possibly with Steve inside it. The reason this this is so friggin' low is because, yeah, it's cool to think about, but also it's for as far as we know right now, it's not really gonna have any serious consequences on the rest of the franchise. Right. And I was like, it wasn't really. Uh, I, I don't know. I didn't really get much from it. Yeah. I was like, okay, this would be cool if uh, maybe I was living in Earth, you know, four one nine or whatever, where like they have uh, this main continuity. But I'm not. I'm here. <laughs> um, yeah. It's like it's like you know shoving in like a uh, you know a little teaser at the end of the other episodes. It's like it's cool, but I'm like I got all the content I needed from the episode itself. Right, and I mean, I wasn't as big of a fan of What If anyways. I think I had stuff below it, but I'm not going to fight you on this one. It's not it's not terribly high up for me, any for what I wrote down. So I'm willing to let it slide, because it's, yeah, I, I just wasn't particularly like, oh man, this is awesome. I've been waiting yeah. all the whole series for this. Like, no. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I could just see Steve stomp around more. Yeah, alright, number 48, officially, Cap Carter finds Steve. Okay. Alright, so that's settled. Uh, 47, or 48, I'm gonna say 47 for now. Um, I have from Iron Man 3, Tony confessing to Bruce, like, he's a psychiatrist from Iron Man 3, uh, it's just kind of there. I mean, there's not really anything that's being teased. Uh, it's... Uh, are you talking... Is this, like, a funny scene? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's from the end of Iron Man 3, and, like, Tony... Like, you know how in Iron Man 3, like, Tony's basically telling... Like, telling someone, like, the story of what's ha what happened in the, in the movie? See, I haven't seen a second of Iron Man 3. <laughs> I went online, and I read a synopsis of the ones I didn't know of. Right. It sounds familiar, but I'm just making sure. Right. From what I could tell, this just seems like a funny, and, uh, yeah, but honestly, that scene is only a few spots ahead of what you have, mm -hmm. so let's just put it there. Yeah, I, I, there's, compared to everything else, it's just not that good, so. Mm -hmm. um, all right, your turn for number 46. Number 46. Also, a very good number. <laughs> I have WandaVision Episode 7, aka the one where uh, fake Pietro comes out and scares. Um, my goodness, what's her name? Monica. Monica. Yeah, the, the it Ralph. It doesn't really do anything, and, well, here's the thing. It would have done something, <laughs> but the way, the way they utilize this shit is insulting frankly so it's gonna have to be pretty gosh darn low for me yeah you're right that i mean they didn't do anything with this in the finale so we found out it was ralph boner and not quicksilver so um really a waste of a post credit scene and yeah i i don't have anything else to fight you i don't have anything to fight you with it on this so uh sounds good to me 45 um all right so this is tough um there's a few scenes i've really oh god 
Um, I mean, this one's kind of a gag one, and, like, I love the Guardians, but, like, Kraglin and the Yondu arrow when he accidentally stabs Drax, that's what I have next. I mean, it's just there for a gag, not really much, and there's five Guardians 2 post credit scenes, so... Yeah, fair enough. It, you know, might as well shuffle it in there. Yeah. Anything else to say on this one? Not really. I do have, like, a lot of the ones that were mostly just for the funnies a bit lower. Some of the ones I really like are a bit higher, but yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So that is our bottom five, it looks like. So your turn for 44. All right. For number 44. Also, very good number. We have Captain Marvel visiting uh, Black Widow in Infinity War, I believe it is. I think it's in Captain Marvel, but it's setting up Endgame. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. It's in Captain Marvel. Here's the thing. The Oh, yeah, because the Infinity War scene was obviously uh, the pager. Yeah. By the, time we, by the time Captain Marvel came out and had its full theatrical release, for me at least, I was like, okay, bro, we get it. Like, I, it was the most... It was the next obvious post credit scene, and I didn't, like, the Infinity War thing by itself was pretty exciting. I had to Google Captain Marvel real quick, mm-hmm. but, you know, it, it was cool. I'm like, oh, yeah, a new person. Uh, nothing really surprised me about this scene. I don't understand who, like, if anyone who got hyped from this, like, I just figured it was the next logical step, so, you know, uh, whatever. Yeah. I don't understand why we had to wait for a post-credit to see it, is the thing, you know. Right. I mean, now that you're saying it, yeah, I mean, it really... (laughs) This is the problem, like, I'm probably going to end up switching things around, and I was uh, just kind of putting stuff down at some points, so this ended up going a little higher, but, like, when you're saying this, yeah, like, there's nothing really, like... I mean, I think we were all just hyped for Endgame, period. Not, not, yeah. uh, nothing from this, po- this post-credit scene was going to change that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just Carol going, where's Fury? And then, you know, oh yeah, Endgame's next. So, I mean, yeah, I, I don't have anything. I'm not bothered by putting it this low, to be honest, so. Cool. All right, 43. Um, Later on us. Okay, well, I mean, there's not really much to this scene either. I mean, there is, like, okay, well, half the world just got dusted, um, and, the, like, obviously, like, TV stations are, like, obviously there's, like, the beeping TV and whatnot, but, like, the ant on the drums and Ant-Man and the Wasp, it's just there for a little funny ant gag. Um, All right, hold on. I had that as number seven. <laughs> you love that? Dude, I love that shit. <laughs> it's so awesome. Okay, it's so... Kind of an ant going... <laughs> so, like, I... I funny. Like, I do like that some of that stuff is funny. I guess, like, I was kind of ranking it based on, like, okay, well, uh, what is ic- more iconic than other things? And, like, uh, it this just it, uh, isn't, like... I mean, we know half the world just got dusted, but obviously the other post-credit scene already set that up. 
Here it's just like, okay, well, here's a funny little thing because, you know, the Ant-Man movies are fun. I get that. Marvel's like, I know this was sad. Check out this ant playing the drums. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I totally get that. I totally get why you liked it. Uh, I just, like, in terms of, like, ev- a lot of other things, there's so many more iconic moments. But, like, I mean, if I have to pick another thing, I will if you want to v- veto it. But so It's not, like, wildly important, so if we can put it down there. Okay. Just remember, folks, this is, uh, you're not gonna find this anywhere else. <laughs> And listen, there's there's some fun things that went a bit higher, but like for the most part, my top stuff is like the iconic moments and like the iconic teases. That... Oh yeah, that's how I made. That's how I was basing my list up until I got to things that just didn't really deserve to be that high. Right, so. right, right. Okay, so that's forty-three. Your turn for forty-two. Okay, on number forty-two, it's an okay number. We have the Incredible Hulk. This was the one back uh, when we saw Tony Stark visiting Mr. Ross in the bar, telling him, he's, he's all like, uh, I have a cheat. I'm Iron Man, by the way. Uh, I, <clears throat> so you're going to hear me start bringing up some stuff from phase one uh, in this part of the show, because frankly... Once everyone saw the Iron Man post credit with uh, Nick Fury approaching Tony, mm-hmm. I think everyone kind of got the main idea. Maybe people who weren't that familiar with like superheroes and stuff were a little bit lost and needed their hand held for a bit longer. Yeah. But after that, I was like, you know, they're really just building it up. Once you saw the foundation, I think it's pretty easy to see where it was going not that it wasn't exciting not that like you know seeing the other guys being grouped up wasn't exciting and all that but uh i just uh i think a lot more exciting post credits followed phase one yeah i I totally i totally agree i mean i think just like after seeing that like seeing tony stark go come in and obviously incredible hulk was a pretty lackluster movie overall (laughs) in the MCU. I mean, that's just when it was just starting and, you know, obviously it followed after the huge success of Iron Man. Um, I I totally get it. I mean, I feel like there's probably, I mean, less consequential post-credit scenes because I have this one pretty, not like, it's not like my top, I don't think it's my top 10 that I wrote down, uh, but it was decent, decently high. Uh, Oh, do I want to like veto? I j- just like. I'm I mean, tr- to be fair, you could go either way. You could say, "Hey, it's one of the OG post credits, and this is like what you know, what they used to facilitate the Avengers." Right. You know, as far as like teasing goes. So. Yeah, and if we have five of these, I mean, I just feel like there's a couple other like, I don't want to say like all the gag ones should go at the bottom. I I think there's some good gag ones that are really, really funny, and now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I have some of them too low, um, but... Um, See, my, my judgment was based on a weird mix of enjoyment, kind of value to the, the kind of the chronological, <laughs> chronology, I don't know what I'm trying to say, just the timeline, um, and then 
of like some of them were just based on like how funny they were so mm-hmm. i'm going off like a few different things here right so it might, might get a little funky in all fairness yeah i totally get it um i'm gonna but use a veto, down a veto. I'm, I'm gonna use my first veto just because i feel like this is at least a little bit iconic and like at the very least like so there's also um they just put a one shot up on disney plus as well like at the time when they were doing like these one shots around avengers uh there's this one called the consultant and apparently colson and jasper sitwell who ended up being a hydra agent uh they were like hey uh ross is trying like right after the incredible hulk he wants to use like the abomination to form part of this team let's send somebody who's gonna annoy him so much that he won't break the abomination out and uh like that was more what it was about and so like okay tony stark's gonna annoy the crap out of ross so much that he's not gonna break the abomination out uh and so then but like i get you haven't you probably haven't watched like some of those early one shots um yeah, I don't think I watched the one shot, and it has been a while since I, uh, since I saw the Incredible Hulker. Right. A lot of Phase One movies, but right. Fair enough. Let's let's kind of switch him out. Yeah. So I uh, so I think you gotta go with something else. I used one of my vetoes. So you gotta go with something else in place of that. For forty two. Okay, for forty two. Well, uh, damn, um, what will I do, uh, can I tell you some things I have kind of above it and below it? Yeah, go for it. So I had, uh, well, shit, for 41, I had Iron Man 3. For 40, I had Iron Man 2, the authorities, kind of going off my same point I used for the Incredible Hulk one. 39 of Thor, I guess I'm spoiling the next five minutes or so, but, um, I, I, like, above it, I had, uh, the Hawkeye Rogers musical for 47 that we thought could be swapped out with something else. I thought it was cool, but. I thought it was cool too. I think Josh and I both actually when when we and you were on listening to us at that time, like I thought I thought it was just a fun thing. I do I don't wanna say again that all those like fun scenes should be towards the bottom. I actually have the Rogers the musical up fairly high. Mm. Um I there was at least creativity with it. That's more than you can say for some of the other post credits. Okay, okay. How about uh did I say the White Vision tease yet? No, you have not seen said that. I put that for 43. So if we could just, like, bump that in. I'm honestly cool with that. It's, I don't even know what they're doing with White Vision. Cause then yeah, just... My thing was, like, I don't really need a teaser for the next episode. I'm going to watch it next week, you know? Yeah. Like, teasers in the last credit scene should be, like, teasing something big and... Just feels kind of silly when they try to squeeze it in just to make us more excited for something we have to wait a week to come out. Yeah, and like you and Josh were like, "Oh, Tyler Hayward is building this body because he's Ultron," and that yeah. didn't that didn't end end up panning out. They did nothing with Hayward in the end, so 
I'm totally fine with White Vision going here. I just have no, I have no idea what they're going to do with White Vision, like, and also Paul Bettany just completely screwed over the fans by <laughs> hyping up that he was going to work with himself. <laughs> It'd be like that. So, I'm, I'm totally fine with the White Vision here, like, yeah, it didn't really need to be a post credit scene, so. Okay. Alright, 41. Alright, um... Okay, I might switch a couple things around, actually put some things up that I had. Alright, I, I remember uh, after this show, after the final episode, we really didn't like this post credit scene, and maybe things will come out of it later, but I'm putting up Sharon Carter calls uh, someone in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, like, I just didn't really like the Sharon Carter twist, period, and I know we kind of talked about that back last year, and... I just, it was a very disappointing last scene, to be honest, so. Hey, man, put it in there. My rating of that is not good. Yeah. I didn't like the twist either. <laughs> Plus, I don't even, it was just so little to work off of. Is this going to be, you know, Shadow Shield, like a bad secret shield? Is this going to help, like, put up the Thunderbolt? I don't know. It's just kind of stupid. No one, I can guarantee you, no one actually foresaw her becoming a bad guy, and not in a good way. Like, it's, I think it's a really goofy decision. Yeah. I'd be like if Coulson became, I care more about Happy than freaking Sharon. Like, right. I mean, I guess that's not saying a lot, because, like, Happy's the GOAT. But, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, this was, I, I just feel like this one was low-key kind of shit, so. Yeah, I, Honestly, yeah, I, I was I'm glad that we got to put this one this low instead of letting it sneak through. So yeah. um I think this is pretty appropriate to have it in the bottom ten. <laughs> yep. Alright. Uh so I think it's your turn for forty. Okay, for number forty. Uh whew, I had Iron Man two, the Thorties. Uh so I don't consider this one bad. There's just some because of the way I organized my list, I just I just had to compromise at some mm -hmm. parts, and as a result, things got bumped down. Not that authorities, the first time audiences would be uh, referenced Thor. Not that that's a small occasion or anything, but uh, yeah, just not like crazy about it. Yeah, so, so to be honest, uh, this was one after we, like, started, and I was like, okay, well, this is honestly technically a scene from Thor, uh, and so oh, yeah. by that logic, we shouldn't have it go that high, and so, again, I'm, I've said that I can change what I'm thinking as we're going through, and this is one of those that I'm fine with it going at number 40, because in the grand scheme of things, I mean, looking back, I can, it's not as iconic as like i mean i think it, i think the ross scene is at least a little bit better uh, uh -huh. than this and obviously the big uh the big post credit scene from phase one is probably gonna go super high so yeah um yeah i'd i'd be fine with this scene from iron man 2 with thor so cool. all right All right, 39. Okay. Um, we're getting to it where, like, 
like there's definitely some gags where I'm just kind of like, okay, that these should go somewhat lower. Um, all right. Um, okay, this one is is probably gonna go this slow for kind of being disgusting. Um, yeah. Goose puking up the tesseract. Oh yeah. Yeah. I it's funny, but also gross. I'm fine with it being there because I can. I can tell you, it's literally like one spot above it in mine. So. <laughs> yeah, I, it just it's there. Um, yeah. I don't really think it needed to be like the last thing we saw from Captain Marvel. So. Right. Um, we could kind of infer that that Goose was going to puke up the Tesseract for it to be there in the future. Um, yep. So. Yeah. Hey, number 38? Yep. Uh, so, um, well, since that was my 38, um, right above that, I have the Guardians 1 scene with Howard the Duck. Funny, but, uh, I don't even know. I'm confused about this. Is he like a Marvel character? I don't even know what this duck is. I just know he shows up all the time. Yeah, so Howard the Duck. So technically the first ever Marvel movie that they made was Howard the Duck in like 1980. And I've never seen it. I'm never going to see it because it's that bad. Uh, You do have duck titties though, apparently. Oh, okay. And like Howard the Duck, like they cameo him in Guardians uh, two as well, and then in the Endgame final battle, he's there, and then obviously What If, uh, um, so, I mean, like, there's some cool, like, cameo material for Howard the Duck, but, like, I mean, you're right, he's just kind of there, and it's just, it's definitely a weird post credit scene, like, I, like, obviously most of the Guardians post credit scenes that they had in the first two movies, like, honestly are probably gonna go, decently low um aside from like two maybe three of them yeah so i'm i'm cool with the howard the duck one going low all right 37 um oh god it's getting down to it like soon um Well, I mean, by your logic of, like, what you said about what, um, the White Vision scene, I mean, John Walker making the shield in Falcon and Winter Soldier, that's basically the same thing. We're gonna see that in the finale episode, that he has a new shield. Um, like, it was cool, and they were definitely, like, setting up, okay, well, he's already done some Captain America things, but he's not Captain America. Now he's doing some Iron Man things, but he's not Iron Man. Um, but yeah, like, by your logic, if we're saying that they could have just put this somewhere in the finale episode, which in my, like, in some aspects, the Falcon and Winter Soldier finale, as we've kind of touched on, was kind of a little bit disappointing. Yeah. Um, other than, like, we got to see Sam become Captain America, and that was really, really cool. Um, and Bucky got to do some stuff and kind of close his arc out. So, like, I, and that that's kind of what these Disney Plus shows do well, is they at least close out their title characters really well, but then just, like, all the side stuff kind of gets left, left yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. So, sure. uh, 
I'm cool with the John. I, I don't know if you're cool with the John Walker shield thing going this low, but now go for it. All right. All right. So thirty-six at, at number thirty-six. Uh, I said the first. Is this the first Shang Chi scene? Uh, the Shang Chi scene where we have. Uh, a sequence of his sister sitting in her father's throne, implying she's the new villain. This is cool. Shang-Chi was enjoyable. Uh, you know, had cool scenes, cool fight scenes, I mean. Uh, I think it had a really good villain, of course. <clears throat> but I don't think I was too stoked to see this, given that this is a brand new villain. I It's really hard to... She, she seems cool and smart is see but it's hard to generate much excitement for someone i was just introduced to yeah taking up this position so yeah i totally agree we don't i i have the i'm cool with letting this go here as well i i like when you said sean she i'm like i'm hoping that's the second post credit scene not the yeah. first post credit scene yeah um because i enjoyed that one and then it just came to this and i think you me and josh uh were like i really hope steven strange shows up now and then it was just uh-huh. like okay i mean like i like jylene i like sean she's sister but like yeah. i just didn't it's kind of like with sharon carter we didn't really want to see her become the villain uh right so I mean that uh, I'm interested to see what happens with the ten rings in the future, what they're actually going to do, but we still have no idea. So it's kind of like some of the stuff we have an idea of what's coming next. This is not one of those things. So nope. All right, uh, thirty-five. Um, God. Um. All right. God. I don't know. <laughs> Things getting scrambled up already, huh? Yeah, it is. I just don't know, like... I mean, you have still have all five vetoes. I'm not sure, like, what you're super, super partial to. And, like, now I'm just, like, rethinking where I want to place things. Okay, honestly, this is still a gag thing. And I found this mildly funny. I think it's fine to be up a little bit here. Uh, but I just don't, like, it's one of those Guardians 2 scenes that is just, post-credit scenes that's just, like, there. Uh, it's Teen Groot when Star-Lord talks to him about cleaning up his room and oh, yeah. mouths him off. Like, it's, it's, it's a little bit funny, it's just, but it's kind of, like, it's, it's just there, and, like, the other three post-credit scenes at least may, uh, from Guardians 2 are at least somewhat cooler, so... No, I'm good with that. Mine was roughly in the same area, which, by the way, I'm starting to get into an area of my rankings, the way I see it, where these are um, either, like, funny enough to be, like, pretty considerable, like, oh, yeah, I I like that scene, Mm -hmm. or, like, decent teases, not like the ones I'm really, I was really hyped for when I first saw them. But, you know, like, uh, I'm starting to get towards an area where there's teasers they just haven't followed up on yet, so. Oh, yeah, there's a couple of those for sure um, that, yeah, we don't know when they're following up on them. (laughs) But, anyway, um, 
Yeah, that sounds like a valid placement. Yeah. All right, you're number 34. Yep. On number 34, I had Doctor Strange's teaser. Mordo. With Mordo and What's-His-Face teasing the second Doctor Strange, it would have been much higher if I would known that Sam Raimi was directing it and it was going to be scary. If I had known that in, like, 2017, sure, it would have been bumped up quite a bit. But it's still a cool scene. I like the first Doctor Strange. That's why I'm pretty, I was pretty excited anyhow to see how the second one would do. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, man. <laughs> like, I really like this scene, too. Like, I don't know, Mordo is one of my favorite characters in the first Doctor Strange. So mm-hmm. I was excited. But then I agree. It's like, I mean, this was 2016, 2017. And, uh,. You know, we haven't seen Mordo for, like, five years, and then it's all of a sudden, okay, he's back. Finally, we're following up on this thing that, I mean, I think maybe had Doctor Strange 2 been able to be out sooner, uh, which, like, I'm glad that we got what we have gotten so far, but, like, just, I don't know. I, I totally agree that, like, it just might be so far back that it's just kind of like that kind of lessens the impact of this scene yep so i i totally get why some of this scenes higher uh you might consider i ooh. yeah if you if you want to swap it with something that's also okay yeah. i won't be like terribly like i won't defend anything until like maybe we start getting towards like top 10 right I mean, I think that's where a lot of the vetoes are going to come, but then, like, I already have used two if I... Okay, I'm going to use a veto again for the pretense that I think there's stuff that's... a that's. I think this is better than some other stuff, because this is still oh, a yeah. cool scene, and, like, Mordo's still... There's still some intrigue there with Mordo. Like, it's not... this. Yes, it's far removed, but I, I just think, like, you're still wondering what happened with this dude, and, like, we've been excited to see what they're gonna do with Mordo coming up for like five years so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah so uh you get to pick something else for 34 excellent uh well let's see (sighs) would you be would you be okay with um putting something else from Guardians 2 up there I'm thinking I think because the other ones we have are, aside from Adam Warlock, are just the gags, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, like, Space Stallone, and then it's, like, the Stanley. I feel like the Stanley cameo just holds, like, such a special place in my heart. Yeah, uh, you want to do the Stallone one, then? I guess, because, like, they also haven't followed up on that. I mean, Guardians yeah. 3 might finally do it, just like they're doing with Adam Warlock. But I totally get it, because we might not even see that that exact team either. Like It just feels like something they maybe had on the back burner when they first thought of it, mm-hmm. but haven't seen it since. Right. I, I totally get that. Like, this again, this is one of those things that they didn't follow up on. I'm cool with it going here, actually. I enjoy it, um, but, like, yeah, like, the Stanley cameo and the Adam Warlock tease, like, those are way more iconic scenes, and the cool thing about this, though, is, like, you have Miley Cyrus voicing that robot head, um, like, there's some cool stuff there, but I, like, I'm fine with it at this spot, so, um, 
Alright. 33 for me. Oh my god. Um... Okay, there's, like, stuff that, like, seems iconic to me, but then I'm like, okay, but it is, like, it's a good gag, and, I mean, you might veto this, but I'm gonna put the shawarma scene from Avengers here. Son of a bitch. <laughs> You're probably gonna veto it, but, like... No, I had that really high, but I'm okay, too. It, like, like, shawarma... It was a secondary scene, like, you know, the main show was the big teaser. The right. right, 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 right. Like... Yes, they followed up on a joke, so, like, that's a good thing. And, like, obviously that's why it's not in, like, the bottom 20 or whatever. Uh, but, like, or around bottom 20, but uh, I just feel like, I feel like people were, like, so excited by the Thanos scene, and then they're just like, okay, what if there's something else after it? And then they're just like, oh, it's just them eating for, like, five yeah. seconds. Um, yeah. But it, there is some, like, funny stuff with, like, Chris Evans is holding his job because he couldn't shave for some other performance he was doing in, like, a play or something. And so yeah. he's holding a prosthetic jaw over his face. Uh, and so, like, there's some fun stuff there. And, like, you know, this was, this was like, tacked on because they literally filmed it, like, a couple weeks before Avengers released, I think. So, um... Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's a fun gag, and but, like, just in terms of everything else, I don't, I don't think it can go much higher. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Shwarma. All right, uh, your turn for 32. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for number 32, I had the Ant-Man Wasp Tease. Just a disclaimer once again, these, these scenes aren't necessarily bad okay like i really like seeing a wasp tease but wasn't enough to get me super duper hype because to me wasp is just ant-man that can fly they, they they're awesome as a team don't get me wrong like, right but yeah yeah i wrote down this down as number 35 on my list so uh i mean again this could have changed, but I, I totally, I stick by that. I totally agree that this is the right place for the wasp suit. It was cool. Again, she says it's about damn time. It was. I personally think that I wish that they would have been working more as a team in the first one. Yeah, or just, like, try to introduce them, like, kind of just, like, in the same, just as a unit, I guess. Right. It's like, they are a unit, like, a lot in the books, so. Right, but, like, I mean, I... I get what sort of what direction they were trying to go for, and obviously by the time the sequel, Ant-Man and the Wasp hits, at least we got to see them team up there, so, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm fine with the Wasp suit scene going at number 32. Number 31. Alright. Um, okay, uh, as cute as this scene is, I feel like this is probably a good place to Maybe not. Maybe, maybe I want to wait on that one, actually. <laughs> I don't know. Um, actually, I'm going to go with something else. I'm going to go with Loki and Selvig and the Tesseract from Thor. Oh, okay. Um, another early Phase 1 scene. I think there's some iconic stuff about it, but also it's kind of like... I mean, it's setting up that Loki's going to be the villain of Avengers, but it's also kind of weird because it's like, oh, so Loki's been taking over Selvig already, but then, like, 
I don't know. There was just some weird, like, so the, did this really happen? Was Loki actually taking over Selvig at this time? But then, like, when we get to Avengers, like, it just, I don't know. It's never really explained, like, if he was, like, actually in Selvig's head from... Right. So, I... Yeah. I, 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 like, one of those early phase one scenes, it's not gonna be, I, I think, like, it's not gonna be as iconic as the big scene from Iron Man, uh, it's, uh, I think the Ross scene is better than this one, so, yeah. Sounds legit. Alright, so we're the top 30. Yes, alright, for number 30, I had the Guardians 2 scene with Stan and the Watchers. Uh, probably should be a bit higher about, you know, there's a lot of sentiment in that. Mm -hmm. But it's just, I categorized it again under, like, one of the gags were, like, really fun, maybe a little cute, nice to see, but nothing I would be like, okay, that's, like, you know, unfor or, I don't want to say unforgettable, because Stan the Man's unforgettable, but, or not unforgettable, he is unforgettable. Mm -hmm. uh, but the scene uh, yeah it's just one of those things you know like, yeah but you know still pretty mid-range so there there it is there it shall remain for me yeah I don't want to use another veto but I love this scene um, but it is following up from a scene his cameo in the movie uh, so right. it's um, like it's iconic I think that it's fine to place an iconic scene here at this point, uh, for Stan the Man. Uh, um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I guess from, like, what's at, teasing what's actually coming, there's better scenes than this, but this one will always hold a special place in my heart, but I'm cool at it being number 30. And it's cool to have Stan canonically be, like, uh, an informant for the Watchers to explain his cameos. So... All right, 29. Oh, my God. Um, okay, s speaking of stuff that we haven't really followed up on, um, I'm going to put the scene from Homecoming with uh, Scorpion and Vulture because we still don't know what's happening with Scorpion. I thought, we, I thought for some reason maybe we'd get something in No Way Home. Obviously, we didn't. Um, I, I mean, I'm glad we didn't because, like, there was so much going on already, but, like... We still have no idea if they're even going to follow up with Scorpion. Um, so, I mean, it's it's. I think it has to go at this point, but it was cool nonetheless to potentially see uh, Scorpion come into play here and then Vulture, like, refusing to give Peter's name up. I mean, it'd be nice to see how Vulture would have reacted to Peter's identity actually being outed, but, like, until his, he got his memory erased by strange but yeah um hmm. i do really like this scene though that's fine because, like when i saw it in homecoming i was like oh shit like they're finally gonna do like a sinister six that's that's what i thought i thought before they came out with No Way Home, and their first uh, instinct was to make a Sinister Six that isn't even in his freaking franchise. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know what? <sighs> this is really frustrating, because I want to be to it, but also, like, I'm okay. 
if it doesn't, or if it is placed here. Uh, how about I'm gonna tear out my first veto. All right. And if you have anything that's like pretty close, you could just flip it in there, and I'm, I, I would be fine with it. Yeah, I'm trying to see what like there's some gag ones that I could put in there, but then I'm like, I don't know, they're kind of fun. Um, yeah. Okay, honestly, I think we can put this one here, because you had it up uh, on there before, and I vetoed it. Tony annoying Ross at the bar. I think it's fine to put it here at this okay. point. So, I'm... I... Uh, I, I don't want to put it too much higher i kind of changed my mind some of the gag other gags that we have left are fine uh and i guess uh i guess we'll see how far the scorpion one goes but up but cool. so 28 yep i had guardians 2 the adam warlock tease this was a cool tease i i think i had i had a vague idea of who adam warlock was mm -hmm. i didn't really see a lot of them in any like uh anything i've ever read but like you know, for me it was just kind of hinting more at like some more cosmic funny business and then my mind kind of went down the pipeline of like ultron and silver surfer and that type of thing of course we haven't seen that come to fruition i don't know how long we will but i thought it was a cool little like I, I just liked how ambiguous it is, because, like, I think a lot of people walked out of that thinking it would be the next villain, mm -hmm. whether it could be from a Guardians movie or not, but also, like, it's not crazy enough for, you know, you want to put it in the top 25 or whatever. That's fair. I did have it higher, um, but also I get it. I mean, I, we are about to get it in Guardians 3. Like, they've confirmed Will Poulter, uh, the kid from We Are the Millers, is Adam Warlock. Um, so um, we'll see how that goes. But I guess, like, compared to some more iconic post credit scenes, uh, I guess it's not as iconic as those, because at the time we just knew supposedly they were teasing Adam Warlock. Uh, right. So, I mean, it... It's there, uh, I, well, there's one from the first Guardians that's higher than this, but that's also cute, so, um, and also, you know, I, like, obviously they were gonna tie it to the Sovereign, but, like, throughout the rest of the movie, the actual movie, like, the Sovereign are just idiots, so, yeah. um, I get that, um, I get why it should be this low, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually cool with this, like, this isn't a bad spot for it, so. Who? All right, 27. Oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, I really want to put that scorpion up scene up. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I just feel like in terms of, like, what it hasn't followed up on, I feel like it fits with, like, near, right next to the Adam Warlock scene. Hey, man, go ahead. We've broken top 30, so... Yeah, I just wanted to give it a fair chance because I like it, but... Yeah, I, I like it too. I just, like, I want to see Scorpion fight Spider-Man, and I don't For even sure. know when we're going to get that at this point, like, because I don't even know when there's going to be room for the next Spider-Man. Supposedly they're working on it, but... Uh, but I, I, I just don't know what's... With con conflicting things that Tom Holland has said about, like, 
him wanting to take a break from acting after Uncharted is done, like, or after that comes out, like, I don't know what's going to happen, so. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, uh, your turn for 26. 26, I had the eternal scene, even though I never saw the movie, with uh, Mr. Styles himself. The sole re- I didn't watch it, but the sole reason, I think he's cool. <laughs> so if you want to veto the fuck out of this, go ahead, because, like, it's kind of a weird scene, because, like, I-, I know no one was really... Probably there wasn't anyone excited for seeing Thanos' half-brother show up in the MCU, except for, like, some real dweebs out there. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I I just, like, okay, here's here's the thing. I saw him in Dunkirk. I thought he was really good, so it was good news for me, but... Yeah, I mean, I'd... Even though Eternals is a divisive movie, I'd still recommend at least watching it so that you can say you've at least watched the MC like, a lot of... All the MCU... Um, and we do be still, like, relatively, like, high up there. Right. So, like, I wasn't, I didn't think it would be, like, too crazy, but if you want to, like, if it's worth a veto, I- I'll understand. <laughs> I just feel like for how awesome it, like, I, like, it was kind of, sort of leaked that Harry Styles was going to be in the movie, like, a year before it actually released. Oh. Okay. I, like... Because I remember there was, like, an article that came out, like, Harry Styles is playing Thanos' brother named right. Star Fox. And then it was kind of, like, and so, like, I expected, like, maybe that rumor was going to be true. I mean, I know some rumors haven't been true, but, like, I don't know. As of recently, Marvel, I mean, part of No Way Home, that fault with that was Sony. But, like, oh, yeah. as of recently, they haven't been doing great with security um, on keeping their movies airtight. So, yeah. like... I had it. I, I'm gonna veto it just because I had this way higher. I I was a little bit excited by the post credit scene just because like what it could mean. Uh, so and I just have like some other stuff that should probably be lower. But I I still recommend checking out Eternals. And I uh, I mean I do understand that like the CGI on Patton Oswalt's character Pip the Troll is kind of not the greatest. Uh, but. I mean, it's still cool to see it. Yeah, we have Patton Oswalt in the MCU, too. Like, freaking cool. Huge. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to veto it. So, uh, that's three of my ve- five vetoes. Uh, pick something else for 26. All right. Falcon, well, he is captain now, <laughs> but Falcon in the Winter Soldier, last scene with John Walker making his own shield. I think we had that already. I Did think. we? Ah, shit, uh, I have terrible memory. You're good, man. Uh, I'm going to keep, uh, that was at, that went at 37. Okay, okay. What about the Black Widow one? Uh, Val and Elena. I'm actually fine with this. I mean, um... It was a cool setup for Hawkeye, but considering that Julie Louis Dreyfus's character didn't even show up in Hawkeye, and we kind Hawkeye just kind of made no mention of Val actually help like giving Elena these lot. Like I want to see the fallout of what happens there, and we didn't 
unfortunately didn't get that because there was a lot of other stuff going on at the end of Hawkeye with like Kingpin and all that. So like, uh, I'm cool with the Valley and Yelena scene going here. So, and I mean, that was like, Yelena was the most enjoyable part of Black Widow for me. So yeah. 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 Right. 25. All right, we're getting to it um, eventually. I, I think those lapses in memory like you just had are going to happen to me soon. Okay. Oh, man. There's like... Oh, boy. This is going to be tough. Yep. <laughs> oh. Um... I'm going to do Monica meeting with the scroll in the theater in WandaVision. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, I I feel like maybe that slipped through a bit too high, but, like, I mean, like, we, I expected something to happen with scrolls because I, like, obviously they're teasing Secret Invasion through a bunch of their stuff after Endgame. Uh, like, I, I figured that they, like, based on Far From Home. Uh, so, like, I kind of expected it. Um, also, it's just kind of like, I don't know, part of it was just, like, super disappointed with some of the stuff that happened in the WandaVision finale, so... Yeah, I didn't really, like, I did like the Far From Home scene with these guys. Yeah. I... The thing is, I liked the part with Fury a lot more, because I was like, oh, Fury's doing something else, this is setting something up. So, yeah, these girls are cool, but Secret Invasion isn't really my favorite story, and so, thus, I haven't been too stoked to see them when they show up. So, when I saw this, I was like, who gives a shit? Like, it just, I was expecting something a lot more that probably, if I didn't have my expectations so damn high, maybe I wouldn't have been so bummed out about it. But I was like, seriously, you're going to give us scrolls again? So, Right. Well, I think all of us had our expectations so high for WandaVision's finale, so based yeah. on how much they teased us throughout the whole show so all right uh your turn for 24 mm-hmm. uh well i had the john walker shield right there maybe i can flip it with the one that's right above it captain america winter soldier the bucky scene where he goes back to the museum mm-hmm. and he sees the bucky showcase uh, yeah, this is damn near breaking top 20. Pretty significant scene as far as, like, Bucky's storyline goes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I'm perfectly fine with this one here. I, it's a cool scene, uh, and obviously then, like, we fast forward to Civil War where Bucky, Bucky knows who Steve is and everything at that point. So, like, it, it's a small but important scene. So, it. I'm fine with it being at 24. All right, 23. Um, okay, I feel like a couple of these gag ones probably need to go soon. A cu- like, a couple of them. Um, oh, but I gotta think about this. Uh... Oh, 
jeez. Oh, um. Jeez, this is tough, man. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Okay, I, I think, like, this scene was really, really cool to see at the end of Winter Soldier as well, but I'm gonna put the twin scene up where we first see Pietro and Wanda, uh, and, like, it was really, really cool, but obviously we're gonna see these characters in Age of Ultron, and, um, I mean, it was just, I, I don't know, like, it's a really cool scene, it was just kind of, like, obviously, aside from setting up Age of Ultron, it was just kind of like, you know, all of a sudden, and, like, obviously it's ties to Hydra, but, like, other than that, I mean, it didn't really have anything to do with the, what happened in the movie. Like, right. So, I, but it's a really cool scene, so the twin scene. Yeah, fair enough. So. Yeah, I forgot that it just kind of, like, comes out of left field. Right. I, I put it roughly around the same area. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not true. I put it a lot higher. But I still put it, like kind of higher than some others would have put it be simply because it was Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Right. So. Right. And this isn't a bad spot for it. It's still a good scene. Um, for sure. And like a couple of the gag scenes did go a little bit higher for me than I originally intended but now I'm like okay yeah. I actually like some of those scenes. Yeah. So. 22. Right, 22 I had the end of Black Panther the Wakanda and the United Nations scene, or rather, when he's talking to the United Nations, saying they're going to open up the borders and right. kind of change foreign policy and stuff. I thought it was good, just good follow up to the main story, right? Really, and the other post credit we get pretty pretty important too for setting up the next couple movies, obviously. So yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty comfortable putting it right there. Yeah, I, like I really like the UN speech scene. Like it's a, like you wouldn't, it's not teasing anything. It's really just following up on the Black Panther story, and it's just like all the words that are spoken are really important. Mm -hmm. um, I think this is a good spot for it because uh, it's not. Maybe it's. I don't know, like, it's really, really good. I mean, at yeah. this point, we're in the top half, so, like... Yeah. You know, they're... It's good, so <laughs> I, d I don't know what else to say about it, but... Okay. Alright. 2021. Oh, boy. Okay, like, I... I'm interested to see where this goes in Doctor Strange 2, but I put Wanda in the Darkhold here, reading the Darkhold and hearing her kids. And, like, I'm, I'm interested to see where this goes with the Multiverse of Madness. Um, obviously, like, we don't know if Wanda's gonna be, like, evil in Doctor Strange 2 or, like, what. Um, but it certainly seems that she's not gonna be doing, like, super completely good things in Doctor Strange yeah. 2. So yeah, let's do it because I, I put mine even higher than this, but I'm fine with putting it right there because mm -hmm. that was a that could have been. I think I would consider that maybe a slightly better, if not more, kind of like enticing 
teaser than like what the ending of Doctor Strange gave us. Because mm-hmm. Wanda's doing some weird shit, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's let's go ahead and put it there. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, number twenty for you. Yep, number twenty. I had uh, the part in Civil War where they take Bucky and they say, "Send his ass to the freezer." I can't remember much besides he goes into the cryostasis, but for me it was just kind of they're on their way to getting Bucky back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the first kind of first part in his like super duper long redemption. Aside from like him going to the museum that uh, I just placed a little bit ago, um, that I guess that would kind of be like the start of him becoming Bucky again. But uh, yeah. I, I just like I like the whole area around like Winter Soldier, Civil War, Infinity War. Really, for me, like one of the best parts of like these movies were seeing Steve and Bucky just kind of going through it. So, yeah, I um. I, I do really like this scene as well. I mean, again, these the Civil War post-credit scenes are following up on these two brand new characters we get in Black Panther and Spider-Man in the MCU. And so they're really cool scenes, but I, I do agree at this point. Like, I mean, we got to see the Black Panther statue in Wakanda and like, um, you know, it, it's a good scene, but um, I guess some other scenes are a bit more enjoyable, but this is still really good, so... All right. Uh, all right. Um, twenty or wait, nineteen. My bad. Nineteen. Uh, I'm gonna put the Mordo scene. We still have to put that down. I think. So I I think the Mordo scene is good, but um, you know we have to see how they follow up with it in Doctor Strange too. So. Yep. All right, well, 18, I have Loki, or episode A, I think, uh, and it's the Loki variants, he, he goes and sees in the void, baby. Yeah. I freaking love Richard E. Grant. Mm-hmm. It was just a really jarring, it was just a weird jarring scene. Right. You have, like, buff Thor Loki... You have young Loki, you have baby Croc Loki, and then this comic accurate Loki just looking at him. They're like, yeah, welcome to the void, motherfucker. It it was like really, I just loved it. Yeah, it's a really enjoyable scene. I'm cool with it here, but I, it was a really enjoyable scene. It's, it's technically the only post credit scene in Loki, uh, uh, not counting the season two tease. Um, and I guess technically the finale episode is just one big post credit scene as an episode because right. like there was so much that they teased uh, for the future. But like, yeah, oh, it was really cool because I was like, there's no way they're killing off Loki. And then when he wakes up and sees the variants of himself, I'm like, these sons of gun, sons of guns did it, you know? Like Loki is, a, I think it's probably the best show they have for the MCU to this date and as far as like the story goes like that's the first time you find out oh the people that get crooned or whatever don't go to 
you know, the afterlife or whatever, they're, they're fine. They just wake up in another dimension. So the plot kind of like thickens, you know, and obviously the next episode is even more exciting. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, it, it is really, really cool to see, uh, everything. So, yep. I'm cool with it there. All right. Seven, 17, drop my pen. Um, 17. Oh boy. All right. Uh, like there's a scene that I keep thinking of putting up, but then I like love it, so I don't want to put it up. Yeah. Um. Oof. Okay. Um. All right. Um. Which will it be, Master Wayne? <laughs> Um, oh God. All right. Um, I'm going to put it here, but I love this scene. I'm putting baby Groot dances in Guardians of the Galaxy to the Jackson 5. Like, it's such a, it's such a fun scene, but I feel like at this point it should probably go up. Yeah, it's a good ass scene, bro. I get it. So. And I don't, I don't remember that one. Maybe I haven't seen it in too long. It's, but, uh, it's right after the movie ends. Like it's technically, like it's technically like right before the credits. And Baby Groot was dancing in his little pot, and Drax keeps um turning around, and right. then Baby Groot stops dancing. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. All right. All right. Sixteen. Uh, yeah. shit. Did I say the multiverse of madness teaser at the end of Wanda Vision? Uh, I think I mentioned it, but I didn't put it in anywhere, right? I think that's the one with the dark hold, wasn't it? And I put that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, She's like floating. Yeah, floating I. Through a book. I put that up at twenty-one. Shoot, <laughs> I, I be forgetting shit. How You're good. about? Uh. Oh, okay, I'm fine with flipping these around. I had right above it the first Shang Chi scene. No, the second. I can't remember. The first the, scene with the with yeah. the Hotel California. Yeah, with we get a banner appearance, and we get Wong singing Hotel California. Yeah. Which is just as good as I thought it would be. So. Yeah. Carol and Bruce showing up, and then, yeah, Wong singing Hotel California. like. And also the really weird teaser where Bruce is like, the rings are signaling something. Yeah. Something. So I'm like... Oh, shit. Like, is it signaling the Eternals, or, like, I mean, that's what people were thinking. I know there's, like, oh, uh, I mean, we just, we don't know until they follow up on it, but it is super intriguing to think about where it goes. And, like, this scene just made me super excited to see more of Shang-Chi in the Avengers moving forward, so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with, uh, Hotel California here. Um, all right. 15 we're getting down to it you still have four vetoes i only have two i'm trying to save them as much as i can um at this point um all right i'm putting this up here um okay i'm gonna put rogers the musical here from hawkeye like it's such a creative thing that they did and it is very fun like part of me Part of me wishes there was, like, a post credit scene before that, and then this could be, like, the final thing. But, like, yeah. I understand, like, 
And I, I don't hate it. I don't get why people are calling it the worst. I thought it was a fun thing, and Hawkeye was just a fun show uh, overall with everything. Uh, I think Rogers the Musical deserves to be top 15. Uh, there's just some more iconic scenes above it. So, All right. Well, for 14, from the Eternals, I know I didn't see it, but I ain't got to see it to know this one was probably really good to see the blade teaser they're teasing my boy blade come on and it's gonna be mahershala ali yes are you oh my god like i i don't know what the context was but like strictly because it's blade i want to place it really freaking high this is like really exciting yes aside from the fantastic four x-men um silver surfer couple others i might be forgetting i want to see this one undergo a new adaptation real badly i don't think it's gonna be i don't think disney's really gonna push the envelope and make it what it should be but whatever um it just sounds really exciting in principle so for now until we you know see the movie it might do this in the future I'm going to put it right here. Yeah, I agree. So basically the context was Dane Whitman played by Kit Harrington, who in the comics becomes the Black Knight. He, uh, Arsham, the judge, the giant celestial, like takes Cersei and Fastos and Kingo, some of the Eternals characters, and mm-hmm. takes them away. And so Dane's like, I'm going to rescue her because my ancestors were part of this like medieval uh, group of knights and so he has the ebony blade which makes him black knight in the comics and it's like a cursed blade and then a voice comes in uh and it's mahershala ali's voice saying you wouldn't want to do that mr whitman and it doesn't it doesn't show blade at all or mahershala but like it and like originally my parents and i seen it in back in november and we had no idea who that was we originally thought oh wait is that nick fury here Or, like, but then when I looked it up and the director, Chloe Zhao, is like, no, it was Mahershala Ali's Blade, I'm like, shit. That's huge. Yeah. It's, it made me super excited, and, like, I love both these post credit scenes of Eternals, like, um, because, I mean, it's, it's huge, and I know the movie's divisive, but I, I enjoyed it, so. Yeah, speaking of Blade, part of me just wishes maybe they would, like, maybe entrust some of the rights to a studio who can handle like darker material like i know they said they would keep uh deadpool a mature rating yeah they're not gonna do that i don't think so either i'm just more so sad that kevin feige promised that i'm like why would you do that if you know the mouse won't let you that or he would have to like make the best powerpoint mankind has ever seen to convince them to let it fly and either way like from like a legality thing i don't even know if like they can because like it's it's disney you know like there might be some weird policies or like just like contractual stuff that's like you can't make anything that's mature sorry you know mm-hmm. but anyhow i digress yeah, I mean, yeah, it, I mean, it's Kevin Feige, so, I mean, he can convince people to do a lot of things, yeah. um, 
Uh, but yeah, it it concerns me what Disney is gonna do with like Deadpool and Blade. Uh, but we'll have to see when they actually when like we actually get to see them what happens. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, number thirteen for me. Uh, whew, um. I'm going to put Bucky wakes up in Wakanda um, from Black Panther, and that sets up Infinity War. Obviously, it's like the last missing piece to set up Infinity War that Bucky's back, and he's in a better frame of mind. Uh, so, um, and obviously, we don't get to see like the full conclusion till Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, but uh, it, it's a good scene. Um, it, it's cool to see everything fully set up for Infinity War after this scene, so... For sure. All right, so your turn for twelve. We're getting Number to it. Twelve. I had the Civil War Spider-Man tees for Homecoming. That is. Yep. Yeah, I am cool with it here. Um, it's cool that we officially got to see that there were going to be more Spider-Man stuff in the MCU. Um. <laughs> And it's, I mean, we never saw the spider signal again, I don't think, but (laughs) it was, it was cool to see. And, you know, I, I enjoyed it. It's a cool little, it's a cool little scene. That's strictly going off of, hey, we're we're getting another Spider-Man reboot. This seems exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not rocket science. They were gonna, you're gonna see more Spider-Man. People kind of figured it wasn't going to be the last time they saw him after Homecoming. I hope so. I don't know. Stuff was probably still weird with the Sony and Disney agreements. But, yeah, cool scene. You know, another you know another Spider-Man solo movie. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Uh, number 11. So what's going to not make the top 10? Oh, boy. Um, okay. Based on the fact that I'm a little disappointed that he didn't stay. I'm going to put Drunk Venom here, um, obviously, for rights with Sony. Like, it's a really cool scene, and, like, it's cool to see Venom, Tom Hardy, just, like, act super drunk, or maybe he was actually drunk. We don't know. But, um, I mean, we do see that he leaves a bit of the symbiote behind, but, like, I just... Like, teasing, setting up even Venom Let There Be Carnage, being like, oh, he's going to meet Spider-Man, and, like we knew he was going to be in the MCU to some extent, and then it's, he's just gone. And it's kind of like, I wanted to see Tom Hardy and Tom Holland meet up. And yeah, so that's a little bit disappointing. And I think that's kind of what keeps it out of the top 10 for me, but it's still a really fun scene. For sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, number 10, I got the first Avengers our first time being teased Thanos. Yeah, it's getting down to it. Uh, <laughs> I'm fine with this for the mere... F- that, I mean, apparently this wasn't even Josh Brolin yet. We didn't even get Josh... Like, Josh Brolin didn't officially come in as Thanos till Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's our first, like, look at we're gonna get Thanos. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, I it's a really cool scene, and we get a call to the comics with... Uh, his, uh, it would be to court death and... Uh, you know, obviously that being Thanos' motive in the comics, so. Alright, <laughs> number nine. Um, 
Oh, boy. So, for the mere fact that we still had to wait a few years for it, I'm going to put uh, Thanos saying, I'll, fine, I'll do it myself in uh, Age of Ultron. Uh, good one. We st- we, it's a really good scene. Uh, we just still had to wait a few years to finally get what that was going to be because uh, we had to set up some other characters uh, fully and give them their solo movies uh, with Spider-Man, Black Panther, and we had to set up Doctor Strange. Uh, and do a little bit more with the Guardians. So, I mean, like, um, and Thor, obviously. So, like, um, it's it's a good scene. Uh, just, like, yeah, we still had to wait to officially see it. So Yeah, that's where we start to run into problems, because for number eight, I had that scene, I think. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I had the drummer ant. Uh, <laughs> so... So, what we have left, I think, let me pull up what we have left to help. Uh, we have the Nick Fear scene from Iron Man. We have um, uh, uh, Thor the Dark World, the Collector, getting the Reality Stone. Um, we have, uh, so that's two. We have, um, <laughs> still looking, um... All right, that's all done. We have the Captain America PSA from Homecoming. We have Thanos attacking uh, 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 Thor and Loki. We have Jeff Goldblum <laughs> saying it's a tie. That's made it this high. You know what? <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, number eight. <laughs> I'm honestly shocked we didn't put it, but it's also Jeff Goldblum, so I'm not shocked. <laughs> I think I had mine quite a bit up, not like at the very bottom, but... Maybe we stop swap some things out. I forgot about it, but eight is fine. Yeah, it, it's 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 Jeff Goldblum. He's an iconic, uh, just character as a person. So obviously, he got his own National Geographic show mm-hmm. on Disney Plus. So, <laughs> um, that just shows how much of a character this man is. So I'm perfectly fine giving him number eight. All right. Uh, Number seven. All right. What do I want? Okay. Um. So wait. Let me see. What we had again. Uh. Collector with the reality stone. Nick Fury. Um. Uh, PSA. Thanos attacking. Uh. Fury turning to dust. Ant. The Pims turn into dust. And Ant Man and the Wasp. And the two far from home scenes, I think. Uh, yeah. So, um, I. All right. Out of those, I think I'll put. I think I will put the collector getting the reality stone in Thor the Dark World. Um, one of the only other shining spots in this movie. Um, something from Thor the Dark World actually goes high. Um, uh, like, it's a cool scene. We're setting up Guardians of the Galaxy, something not very many people knew about. Um, also, funny story, I because I was a uh, casual really for a while and i don't think i 
I don't think when we saw Infinity War together that I had seen some of the post credit scenes, so I had no idea how the Reality Stone was with the Collector when right. I initially saw Infinity War. And then, obviously, I went back and uh, saw everything that I had missed initially. Uh, um, but it's a cool scene uh, setting up uh, where one of the Infinity Stones is going to be uh, when Thanos comes to get it. So, Oh, shall all right. Okay, too far from home. One Infinity War. One Iron Man. Um, what else is there? God. Uh, Infinity War. Have we said the cap PSA yet? No, we have not said the cap PSA. That's on there, and um. Thanos attacking Thor and Loki and Ragnarok. Mm, well, well, for number six, I originally had the Endgame tease with Ant-Man getting stuck in the Quantum Realm. Oh, yeah, so we have... So there's 50, so we missed that one. So I guess technically this is number seven. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, right, well, it. whatever. It's... Uh, I'll just... So... Uh, you're putting the Ant-Man, uh, Scott getting stuck in the quantum realm and the Pym's dusting. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it's, this was a shocking scene. Like, we knew Ant-Man and the Wasp had to connect to Endgame somehow in Infinity War. And so this was like, wow, they actually just dusted the entire Pym family, uh, and left Scott on his own. So. Yeah. So, officially, now number six is me, um... Okay, like, okay, part of me wants to put the Captain America PSA up, but it's, like, literally the memeiest of all post credit scenes, so yeah. I feel like it should get number five, at least. I'm gonna okay. put, I'm gonna put Thanos gets attack, or attacks Thor and Loki and Ragnarok, like, this was literally, like, doom. Like, we thought Thor, like, Thor and everybody was gonna be fine, they were gonna somehow get to Earth, and everything was gonna be great, and, like, yeah. then all of a sudden Thanos just shows up and sets up the very start of Infinity War, so. Excellent pick. Yeah. Alright, top five now. Alright, so, top five. One Iron Man, Too Far From Home, One Infinity War, and uh, One Homecoming. Alright, well... At five, I did have the cap PSA. Yeah. So. Yeah. I I think that's a perfectly fine spot. It's literally there to troll everybody. Like, patience. Like, you wait around. Sometimes it's not even worth it. Like, it's so good. But, um, and I changed my mind on it. Originally, I had it a, quite a bit lower. Originally, it was when I was making the list. But then as we started talking, I'm like, I'm fine with the meme one making it super high. So. Okay. Number four. Okay. So, like... Okay. So... My God. This is, like... Okay. I am going to put Nick Fury getting dusted, Emery Hill getting dusted, and calling Captain Marvel. Like, uh, it's really funny to have Sam Jackson almost get to say his iconic line um like as he gets dusted like that's something sam jackson would actually do if he was getting dusted um and uh there's uh 
you know, it, there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of intrigue with Captain Marvel getting to show up. I remember us going to see it and us being like, what the heck does that mean initially till you Googled it? But, um, so, I mean, but Captain Marvel was only in it aside, like in in end game for five minutes, which I mean, obviously she's overpowered. So it's kind of like, I understand, but it would have been nice if we got more from her kind of just showing up, you know? Yeah. But it's not how the cookie crumbles, so. Or that's how the cookie crumbles. I don't know. That's how it be, baby! Okay, so top three, we got Too Far From Home and Iron Man. So, I think you're number three, right? Yep, number three. I had the Thor Ragnarok scene. We had uh, Thanos' ship showing up. We uh, had I'm that. I'm assuming I have to swap that, though. Yeah, that that was a that went at uh, number at number uh, six. We have we have the we have the two far from home scenes and we have the one from Iron Man with Nick Fury. Okay. Uh, well, I'm. Okay. I'll I'll do one of the far from home scenes. Okay. Uh, well. Uh, I have no choice but to do which one I like the lesser first, so let's do just the scrolls scene. Mm-hmm. That one. Yeah, I, I don't... See, as far as we know, it might be setting up something cool. We have yet to see it, I believe, but... Secret Invasion, yeah. Uh. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy. So, like, this is one of the best written parts of Far From Home, is, like, Nick Fury and Mary Hill are actually scrolls the entire time. And yeah. there's actually, like, little clues, if you follow it, that something's up there. Yeah. Um, because they're saying stuff that is, that, you know, they really shouldn't be saying, or they wouldn't be saying. Right. Um, and yeah, it's just, and then Fury being in space, setting up sword, like, um, there's just some really cool stuff here. And, uh, but I agree, the, the two we have as the top two are probably two of the most iconic scenes in the MCU, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, uh, I these these are my two top my top two. Um, uh, so, okay, so this is tough because I love both these scenes, and I wouldn't be upset if you veto when I'm gonna put number two. Uh, I just think number one should be the Nick Fury and Iron Man scene. Uh, so I put Jameson showing up to out Peter. Obviously, great setup for No Way Home. I have no problems with it. I just think if you're talking about how perfectly they set everything up from Iron Man, like, but I, I love both these scenes, and it was freaking crazy to see Jameson, J.K. Simmons show back up as Jameson and have Peter's identity be outed, and I just remember seeing that in Far From Home and saying that they actually went balls to the walls at the end there. Yep, and Peter's cut off WTF, I thought it was perfect, I'm perfectly... That's how I had it. That's my number two, so. All right, well, we, we can discuss number one now. Nick Fury and Iron Man. Uh, there was so much, like, post credit scenes that happened before in, like, Ferris Bueller. I actually read that Kevin Feige actually got the inspiration from Ferris Bueller uh, and, like, uh, wanted people to stay till the end to kind of appreciate uh, all the work that people had done. And, like... And then there was there was rumors circulating because I also have the Marvel Studios book and uh, like the history of Marvel Studios and um, it says that like 
they were like there were rumors circulating around that something big happened at the end of Iron Man and for people to stay around during the credits and like if you don't know that like in the comics they a couple years before Iron Man came out they made Nick Fury in the comics they changed him from a white guy to look exactly like Samuel Jackson and so that's why they got Sam Jackson on board because they're like we we have designed him to look like you we want you to come in like he was their first choice to be an only choice to be Nick Fury uh and just like and if you've heard of like the thing like apparently uh, originally Nick Fury was supposed to say more than he did and apparently because originally the Fox X-Men and Tobey Maguire Spider-Man were supposed to be part of the MCU wow yeah because huh. Nick Fury they, were they just having a hard time like working with them and using those characters in particular like was Sony like hey we'll do it only if we like use something different yeah I think that was basically it and like you know, and the Fantastic Four, and, like, uh, Ang Lee's Hulk, I believe, they were all supposed to be part of this MCU, because, like, then Nick Fury in Iron Man is, like, basically, in, like, the uncut version, apparently he's talking about there's mutants, there's uh, a guy crawls up the walls, there's uh, a guy with gamma radiation, like... Wow. So, like, they had stuff that they were that they were originally going to use, but obviously cut it because of rights issues, so. That is insane. Yeah, and, like, I'm... I'm think if that could have happened, like, if that were to happen, man, yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about it. it. It would be certainly different than watching, you know, uh, Robert Downey Jr. acting with Tom Holland on the screen, you know? Imagine him sharing the screen with freaking Tommy McGuire. God, that's stuff like, yeah, that is insane. But anyhow, that yeah, that's a really interesting fact. But yeah, this is just this is a perfect scene. I really don't think it should be put anywhere else. It's the catalyst for whole damn series, you know. So right, and the fact that I mean, the fact that they didn't even know that this was going to work when Iron Man yeah. came out, and then it just ends up going from there so yeah um crazy to think of how we've ranked 50 post-credit scenes very long <laughs> podcast uh let me check the time on this hour and a half <laughs> i mean that's shorter than i thought it would be that's it's actually not our longest podcast that has ever been recorded so right um but i mean we we had some fun we got through all the post-credit scenes obviously there'll be more as more mcu stuff comes out this year uh but yeah crazy to think about we got to talk about uh everything and maybe in the future we'll think of more stuff to rank but uh anything else you want to say gabe on this or are we ready to tease us out well uh (laughs) if we ever want to do this again we'll just certainly have to make it even longer because these movies just keep on coming out and coming out and coming out. But I will say, before we tease out, I think, I know it doesn't seem like it, but you have to see the light at the end of the tunnel, which might also be a train. But uh, I think they're going to follow up on a lot of a lot of scenes that never really came to fruition with like what they were trying to imply and do. Mm-hmm. 
you know, for all we know, those scenes we, you know, those handful of scenes we talked about that, hey, we haven't seen anything from this from freaking 2016, 2017, whenever those oddballs came out. Right. I, you know, that we got some smart people working in the studios, specifically Kevin Feige. He is just... He has endless tricks up his sleeve, it feels. And, uh, yeah, I, what I'm trying to say is I suppose the value of these will change and their rankings are going to change when we start to see more movies sort of follow them. So, and I'm very excited for that. So, yeah, I am as well. I'm excited to see what Moon Knight and Doctor Strange 2 hold. That's the next two MCU projects we have coming up with moon knight coming up in march and dr strange 2 in may so um, yeah so um other than that uh so i mean i guess if we have any other nerdy news and then i'll just tease us out i mean do we have is there anything you can think of that came out as far as news um i'm thinking you know it's kind of a drive month it, i think this era is gonna kind of be a little devoid of content till what march yeah we're we're not gonna have any marvel stuff to talk about till march and then yeah. uh assuming we'll also laugh at morbius in april <laughs> of course so i mean i've already touched upon it but we're getting pretty close to the batman Right. Uh, I know you and I, for for listeners out there, uh, we were kind of chatting, and uh, you know, uh, this is kind of a dry spell, so right, we might consider chatting about it. But yeah, I think so. I think after Book of Boba Fett, uh, well, Uncharted's coming out. I want to talk about that. Maybe. Oh we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll get Zach Todd back on for that because Zach and I ranked the Uncharted games, the, the four Uncharted games. We didn't talk about Last Legacy, but I didn't really care about that because I, I haven't played it. Um, but, um, and then I and then I know Yui and Josh, I think we're talking a little bit about maybe once I'm able to see the new Scream of doing a Scream rewatch of uh, and talking about all five of those movies in the meantime because we're going to have so much time in this dry spell to kind of talk about other stuff so scrim so <laughs> so yeah other than that uh next week we're gonna catch up on book of boba fett with josh with episodes episode five from this week and episode six next week which uh i, I think is going to be exciting to talk about them together based on how crazy this today's episode was oh yeah um no spoilers yet um but um and then uh jj kearney and i i think now we're gonna talk on sunday at least for this week to continue shallon showdown uh we're on we're finishing up the arc of season one and uh talking about episodes 13 through 16 so interesting interesting stuff there so otherwise i think that's all we have tonight so we'll see you guys next time on the tribe of nerds